This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Mansfield University, Max Driving Academy, and the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, here's Shane Wilbur. It's another week for the NTL Now podcast, and welcome back, Northern Tier League sports fans. Shane Wilbur, glad to be with you here for yet another great episode as we get things rolling this week. Uh, a little bit earlier with the podcast, as the sports schedule has kind of unfolded uh, with the weather and some cancellations that I was able to kind of put things together a little bit earlier this week. I know there's still uh, some good sporting events still to come uh, later this week, but uh, you know, with the time allowance and the sports schedule sometimes you just kind of have to take the available time when you have it so yes the podcast coming out a little bit early this week but anyway yes yeah, gonna make it another great episode that's for sure we've got some recapping to do on some NTL results we've also got basketball and wrestling we're gonna talk special guests this week we're gonna talk with Bob Baker from the Northern Tier Sports Report we'll find out some great things uh, from Baker's sports pen as well as talk to him a little bit about his feature called the Baker's Dozen, so that's coming up a little bit later on as well. Also this week, good to catch up with NTL girls basketball coach Brian Miller from the Athens Lady Wildcats. That's on the horizon as well, so stick around for that. And coming up a little bit later in the wrestling recap, I'm going to give you my pound-for-pound top five in the Northern Tier League. Not any particular weight, just your pound-for-pound top five wrestlers in the Northern Tier League uh, via my opinion. I'm sure there'll be a lot of disagreeing but hey you know what it's what I've seen so far it's uh, you know checking uh, some records some standings and also using the eyeball test as well. So I'm curious to see how that all pans out. But uh, yes, looking forward to yet another great episode this week. All right, so as we get into this week's podcast, first, want to uh, pass along some congratulations going out. You know, our friends at Circle W Sports, those guys uh, have been with us ever since the beginning of this NTL Now podcast. And well, want to pass along to them some good kudos and accolades for all the work they do. Uh, for a lot of the area websites. I mean, they do the NTL Sports website. They also do the uh, District 4 website as well. And I mean, they put a lot of time and effort into all the things that uh, we get to see online, you know, with those sports sites. And actually this week had the opportunity to launch a brand new design to the ntlsports.com website. So go and check that out. It's uh, ntlsports.com. See the whole new layout and web design that they have laid there. And again, that's with our buddies at Circle W Sports. And again, for anybody out there who may be following this podcast on a big trend, you know, maybe you've got some uh, knowledge with some schools, maybe some people who should uh, know about Circle W Sports. Hey, definitely, uh, you know, hit up Circle W Sports on their Facebook page. You can also maybe uh, drop them messages as well on Twitter as well at Circle W Sports and uh, definitely you know get in touch with those guys they're doing some really good things they've made a lot of good contacts around the area and uh, you know that product that they have just keeps growing stronger so yes if you are a, a sports club or uh, you know a high school out there looking to really improve your sports statistics and the way that uh, your teams are presented 
I definitely encourage you to get a hold of the guys and girls at Circle W Sports. They do some really good work. So definitely go and check out the good work of those guys at Circle W Sports. It's ntlsports.com. You'll love the new layout of the website. I promise you it looks uh, really sweet. So definitely get that uh, on your eyeballs. Okay, now for some other news in the Northern Tier League. And unfortunately, this is news none of us wanted to see in the NTL Sports world. But unfortunately for right now uh, via the uh, media line this week uh, we found out that Canton Wrestling uh, will now be on hiatus for a 10-day period. They can resume activities again beginning on February the 5th. So not news we wanted to see uh, as far as uh, uh, what exactly happened or whatever. I mean, obviously those details are uh, not being uh, released, but you know, all we can tell you is that uh, due to COVID concerns, uh, the Canton wrestling team is going to be uh, shut down until February the 5th. But in other uh, good news, as far as just Canton athletics go, uh, the basketball teams are still good to go. So it's just wrestling with Canton that has been shut down until February 5th. Uh, as of now, the basketball teams are both cleared for activities uh, to resume their winter sports schedule. So just want to make sure that uh, we get that all cleared up for you. So the NTL Now podcast is on the go for this week. Like I said, we've got some big things coming up here with recaps. We've got some great interviews on the horizon as well. And I think it's time to talk some really fun basketball talk. I'll do that with my good buddy Bobby Baker. He's coming up from the Northern Tier Sports Report. So we'll talk with him next after this quick timeout from Circle W Sports here on the NTL Now podcast. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It linked highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. Time now to talk some basketball here in the Northern Interior League. And for that, I'm going to bring in my good friend, broadcast partner at times, and now the man with the feature, Baker Sports Pen, on the Northern Interior Sports Report. Bob Baker joins me here this week on the NTL Now podcast. Bob, good to catch up with you, my friend. Nice to talk with you, Shane. It's been a while, but uh, things have been busy, and uh, everybody's getting back into the hoops, and, and that's a good thing. Bob, you know, the uh, NTL basketball season is off and running. Games, it seems like, every night, whether it's boys, whether it's girls. Uh, good to see, as you said, you know, the schedule getting off and running. Bob, let's start on the boys' side of the basketball equation here. You know, I've been talking with coaches all season long, and the overwhelming uh, opinion is basically there are no off nights on the boys' side of NTL basketball this year. I don't think there is one team that can't beat another in this league this year. I mean, this is as competitive as a boys' side of the basketball bracket as I've seen in a while. It is a very competitive league this year, Shane. I've had a chance to see uh, Athens play last Friday night, and uh, they're come from behind victory against Wyoming Rams. The Rams a great effort to go up to Athens. They led till about the last 10 seconds to play. Athens gets a pair of free throws from J.J. Babcock, then watches a shot by Wylusing, a putback, roll around the rim twice, 
and and fall away uh, to take that victory. So uh, why losing showing they can go on the road, play the top teams tough. So I think they're a team to watch with. Tawanda has improved this year. They have Ryan Knapp back coaching. Uh, Troy looks to be solid. Athens is an improving team. They're a young team, but they're gaining confidence all the time. So you're right. When you say competitive league, it's any given night, as the old cliche goes. You know, the Troy Trojans right now, I think out of the early goings of this season so far, they look to probably be uh, the boys' favorite right now. But the problem is, you know, when people ask me, well, do you know, do you think anybody can go with Troy right now? Well, I got to tell you, you know, I've seen Wellsboro. I think size could maybe pose a problem for Troy with them. Uh, you know, why losing has got some good interior size as well. And really, you know, I think just as an overall thing, I, I think matchups are really going to play a big part where, you know, some of the top teams might not match up with some of the other teams better. Oh, no doubt. Um, Athens, getting back to them a little bit, they're a, they have a, a very big front court. Their three guys go about 6'2", 6'3", in size. And I think Troy's got to be uh, counting their lucky stars that they got Athens early in the year because this Wildcat team is improving on every night out. I've seen them play a couple times. They're playing with a lot of confidence. And I think that Troy game up at Athens will be much closer than the game over at the Commons building earlier in the year. Bob, you had a chance to see why losing in that matchup as well, as you said, uh, with the Athens Wildcats. You know, I'm going to have uh, their game with Troy actually coming up this Saturday at the Commons building. Kind of give me a, a little uh, preview into why losing and, uh, you know, how that looks to uh, shake out as a matchup on Saturday. Isaiah Way has really stepped up his game this year for the uh, why losing Rams. He's averaging about 16 points a game. He had 29 the other night against or against Mansfield. So he's kind of balancing that attack out. They've got some good play from Grady Cobb this year. He's averaging double digits. Mitchell Burke runs things from the point, takes those quarterback skills we saw in the fall, carries them over to the basketball court in the winter. So he's a nice little player. And the inside, Blake Morningstar uh, played very well against the big guys from Athens Friday night. Um, look for him on the inside. He's a player. He uses both hands to shoot. He rebounds well for the Rams. So the Rams, I think they're the sleeper team this year. Uh, they're 3-1 and one now, but, boy, they could very easily have been 4-0 had they got that win up in Athens. Lilus and Rams, a team to watch out for this year. You know, it's crazy. I had the opportunity to talk with head coach Brent Kyes a couple weeks ago for the podcast, and I mean, he was so excited about this team, you know, especially coming off the momentum they had last year, and he was really excited for this group of guys this year, and you're right. I mean, Isaiah Way really seems to be that guy in the middle who uh, has really uh, given Wyalusing a bit of a lift, you know, and I think uh, one of the intriguing matchups coming up uh, this Saturday in Troy is, you know, you've got Isaiah Way, a big 6'4 guard or a big 6'4 center forward I guess inside but uh, you know he's got to try and move 300 pounds of muscle in uh, Mason Impt as well so I mean there's going to be some battles under the glass coming up Saturday there will be that should be an exciting matchup I think Troy goes a little bit deeper in the bench Wyoming has some very good role players but they don't seem to have a lot of that firepower off the bench that Troy does I mean with Troy you've had Devin Selleck come in and play nice um, and just all through that lineup, they go about eight, nine, ten players deep, 
and Coach Steve Renzi isn't afraid to use those players off the bench. So I think that advantage uh, will favor Troy a little bit. And, and they've played all their players this year, and they've got some balanced scoring, too. Uh, just about four guys averaging double digits this year for uh, the Trojans. Of course, you know, when you talk about the Trojans, uh, you know, it, it obviously, I believe, you know, begins with Ty Barrett. And I think what's really impressed me this year about Barrett is, you know, obviously, yes, he can score when he wants to. He is trying so hard to get his teammates involved. But the interesting thing about him this year has been he can have four points at the half. He'll end with 20-22 because he's that good at getting to the free throw line and uh, turning it on in the second half. I saw uh, Ty Barrett play down at Tawanda, and Tawanda tried to slow him down by doing a slow-paced offense. And Barrett, I think he's a very patient player, and Coach Knapp from Tawanda summed up his play. And Coach Knapp, of anybody, would know about scoring with the basketball. He He was a great scorer himself. He was a streak shooter also. He could, much like Barrett, uh, he could get things rolling on a on a snap of the fingers, and he said Barrett's a very patient player, and good scorers know how to get their points. Well, Barrett was kind of a, a slow first half in the third quarter. I think he came out and hit 11 points, and that's when uh, that's when Troy took over that game. So yes, a very uh, streaky score and a very good score for the Trojans is Ty Barrett. You know, as we wrap up uh, some boys' discussion here, just quickly want to give a nod to North Penn Liberty because quietly they sit, you know, 4-0. and I saw them in your uh, Baker's Dozen this week. Noah Spencer, I mean, where has this point uh, outburst come? You know, I think he's averaging, if not uh, 20 ignite, uh, at least close to 20. I think his last time out uh, put 25 up for the Mounties. So, I mean, Coach Litzelman and the Mounties, they got to love seeing what uh, Noah Spencer's doing here in the early going. And uh, kudos to them being 4-0 and in the early going of the year. Yeah, they kind of that unknown team over there in the West a little bit. And I think once we see some more of them uh, this way, we're going to see a very good basketball team. And Noah Spencer looks to be a very good ball player. Now, of course, we uh, turn the tide. We go over to the girls' side of things. Now, coming up a little bit later on in the podcast, uh, I've got an interview with the head coach of the Lady Wildcats, Brian Miller. Uh, The Lady Wildcats, of course, uh, you know, they seem to be kind of uh, enduring that cardiac cats theme, uh, like you said, with the boys. I mean, they've got an overtime win over Northeast Bradford. They've got the double overtime win over Sullivan County. So this team uh, definitely knows that uh, they can go the distance when they have to to get a win. Yeah, they're turning into a nice ball team. They've got a good one-two punch, as you said. Uh, Cadence Matic, I believe, 16 points a game. Kaylee Miller, 14 points a game. They seem to be the two carrying the uh, the Wildcats this year. But, again, very good at the role-playing throughout the lineup, and uh, they've had some tough wins. But, as we say, the good teams know how to win those tough games, and, and when they're having an off night, they seem to carry things through. You know, and I love that Coach Miller's uh, going out and getting these tough games early. I mean, Sullivan County is a team that's not even really on the, uh, you know, Athens schedule on a on a basis. But, uh, you know, in uh, talking with Coach Miller a little while ago, uh, you know, he said, you know, they reached out and, you know, they wanted to try and put something together. And the fact that, uh, you know, that they get another quality game. And for those who, who 
don't really know, I mean, that Sullivan County girls team has been really good probably these last four or five years. And, uh, you know, that's just a, a thrilling game for those fans uh, up in Athens. Oh, yeah. You you always want to get those non-league games to, be, to, to make your team better. Athens also, they played Bloomsburg this year. Yeah, they took their lumps against uh, Bloomsburg, but that's going to make them better come playoff time. And Coach Miller, he, you know, he's, he's looking down the road. He knows he's got a playoff team. This team is going to be good come playoffs, I believe. Okay, now let's talk about uh, that other team in the girls' side of things. And by other team, I mean potentially uh, one of the better girls' teams we're going to see for a while, given their uh, youth and given their talent, because that Tawanda Lady Black Knights team is a team full of very talented sophomores, maybe a couple juniors splashed in as well. But let's put it, uh, let's just put it bluntly. Coach Rob Gentile, the new coach of the Lady Knights, he knew exactly what he was getting coming into this scenario. Oh, yeah. He stepped into a great situation down there. He's got two players scoring in double digits. Paige Manchester, one of the top scorers in the in the league. It's 17 a game. I'm, I'm not sure of the pronunciation, so I'm going to try. I believe it's Portia Bear, Bear, Bennett, 11 points a game. They seem to double digits almost every night, but he gets good play from somebody else every other night. We've seen Aaron Barrett step up and hit some big games. She had 18 points against Kowneski Valley. Manchester's had a pair of 20-point games. They can put some points on the board, and they play pretty good defense, too, over there in Tawanda. Uh, a win Monday night against Millville, 7-0. and what can you say? Sign me up for Athens to win the matchup. I can't wait to see that one. I'm telling you, that is on the horizon. February the 2nd is the game date for that. And, of course, uh, you know, still on the girls' side, you've got the Northeast Bradford Lady Panthers competing. Uh, the Lady Warriors of Canton, you know, they've had, you know, some ups and downs, but still a team, I think, uh, with some returning experience as well. And, you know, I think overall, you know, there's been some very uh, competitive games. The, the bad thing is, you know, during the regular season, I don't really get a chance to uh, see a lot of these games, you know, with being uh, out and about, you know, doing boys' games, wrestling and whatnot. So to be able to have a, a guy in the know like you keep and track of this stuff really helps out the podcast, Bob. Well, we're glad we can help you out, Shane. I'm going to give you another team to watch here, uh, the Wyloosing Rams squad. They've got four wins and six outings. They're playing some nice basketball. They had a big win the other night against Williamson uh, Senior Night. Callie Bennett goes for 27 against the Warriors. Their two leading scorers are Catherine Brown and Haley Jane. So watch that team also. That's a team that could make some noise in the postseason. Off to a great start at 4-2 and two in the early going. That's a really good start for them. They're actually, uh, yeah, 4-2 and two so far in the league, 3-0 and oh within their division. So, yes, definitely uh, some good uh, props there uh, for the Lady Rams uh, as far as that goes. Now, of course, you know, I was taking a look. Bob, I got to tell you, I love this fact this year for the sports report that you have now made up your own little segment and column called The Baker's Dozen. You got to tell me, I mean, you, you just had that just sitting on the tip of your tongue to put this together, didn't you? Well, as they say, I'm Baker, and this is my dozen, yes. Uh, it, it's kind of fun, just a little conversation piece, you know. We'll, we'll rank them throughout the year. We'll do six from the boys and six from the girls, and uh, just to have a little fun with it and uh, see how it goes. And, and right now, uh, it's a very competitive Baker's dozen, so uh, we're just going to have a good time with it this year. And 
Hope it stirs up some basketball conversations throughout the Northern Tier League. I'm telling you, you don't call him the the Baker for nothing, folks. This is Bob Baker from the Northern Tier Sports Report. Check out Baker Sports Pen online at ntsportsreport.com. Bob's always keeping track of things, and uh, we definitely appreciate him hopping on the podcast this week. Bob, you're always a, a good man to talk to, always full of knowledge. Appreciate it, and uh, you will definitely be a guest back on the podcast in the very near future. Well, thank you for the kind words, Shane. I appreciate it. I'm glad uh, glad we can uh, do our little part to uh, spread the news about Northern Tier League sports, and it kind of keeps me uh, keeps me in the loop a little bit out here, retired, enjoying the retired life out in New Albany, but uh, enjoying writing for uh, Tim and enjoy always talking with you. Anytime we can get together and talk sports, uh, always a lot of fun for me. At Mansfield University, we're proud to offer affordable, life-changing education with more than 40 degree programs. From two-year degrees to bachelor's and master's programs, Mansfield University has something for everyone. Small class sizes allow students to receive a personalized, hands-on education, making the value of your degree go even further. Learn how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. Is it that night of the week where nobody feels like cooking and you just want some good food? Then you need to get a hold of the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. That's right, with a full menu of entrees, appetizers, and everything in between, you'll love the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. If you want pizza, wings, stromboli, steaks, and more, call the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Dine in or take out. 570-673-8777. That's the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. Remember, like them on Facebook. Again, a big thanks to Bob Baker from the Northern Tier Sports Report for taking some time this week to talk some NTL boys and girls basketball. Of course, coming up a little bit later on in the podcast, we'll actually sit down with head coach Brian Miller from the Athens Lady Wildcats. Definitely looking forward to talking about the Lady Wildcats season as they are off to a 7-1 and start this year. So we'll catch up with Coach Miller coming up here in just a little while. But right now, hey, let's take a look at uh, some of the previous activity that uh, has taken place here in the NTL. Let's check out some of the uh, previous scores from around the NTL. Of course, uh, some big action in boys basketball. Of course, uh, the Troy Trojans topping North Penn Mansfield 65-46. A nice bounce back for them after dropping a tough one at Williamsport 70-64. Over the weekend, uh, the Tawanda Black Knights pick up a 57-42 win over Kalineski Valley. Uh, let's see. Let's look at some of the things from the girls' side. Uh, scores from girls' action. Wyalusing topping Williamson, 68-40. Wellsboro over Canton, 42-10. Tawanda with a nice win over Millville, 57-34. Looking at some of the wrestling dual meet uh, action from uh, over these uh, past few days. You've got Wyalusing topping North Penn Liberty, 58-0. Troy over Northeast Bradford, 54-18. Some of these scores coming from the Line Mountain duels that took place over the weekend. Uh, so yes, Troy over Northeast Bradford, 54-18. Uh, Line Mountain topping Northeast Bradford, 78-0. South Williamsport over Northeast Bradford, 24-18. 
2019, and Northeast Bradford was then topped by Sheffield as well in North Schuylkill too. Uh, Troy getting defeated by Line Mountain as the Line Mountain Eagles take down Troy 55-12. South Williamsport with a tough one over Troy 37-30, and Troy would then be defeated by North Schuylkill by a score of 36 to 33. Troy still with some big uh, wrestling action to come here on the slate yet for them. Of course, their match with Canton was postponed. That has been moved to Monday, February the 1st. Also uh, coming up uh, later on this season, uh, Troy and uh, Athens wrestling. That matchup has been moved as well to February the 9th. So with the weather, uh, Troy and Athens has seen their wrestling match postponed. They will make that up coming up on February the 9th. Also uh, in previous wrestling action, uh, Canton, uh, of course, uh, you know, we broke down uh, the fact that the Warriors have now been shut down for 10 days while Canton's still able to get in one more duel before that taking place. They downed Hughesville by a score of 40-14, to 14, so the Warriors remain unbeaten now as they head into uh, their 10-day uh, stoppage uh, coming up until February the 5th. So just uh, a quick recap of some of these scores around the uh, NTL boys uh, and girls basketball and, of course, wrestling as well. Now, of course, uh, speaking of uh, some NTL wrestling, obviously, you know, with uh, a lot of the uh, teams these days uh, kind of uh, bouncing around and uh, teams trying to uh, get in matches where they can. Of course, a big one still to come this week with the Athens Wildcats and Tawanda Black Knights. Curious to see how that matchup uh, unfolds. That'll be one I'll have later on on Wiggle 100. Also, of course, uh, you know, uh, some other uh, good matchups coming up along the way, too. Still have uh, a date with Troy Wyalusing, and uh, we'll see, you know, how the season unfolds there uh, as far as the duels go. Of course, postseason right around the corner as well. But, uh, you know, kind of with uh, a quick... Uh, week here on the horizon uh, you know I decided to do some things uh, as far as go through uh, some standings and whatnot and uh, I don't know I just kind of wanted to have a little bit of fun here this week uh, as far as the uh, podcast went and as far as wrestling goes in the Northern Tier League you know I know there's always uh, a lot of debate uh, as far as you know a lot of the areas you know toughest wrestlers who do we think uh, would be who and uh, you know what wrestlers do we think are uh, sitting on top right now so you know just uh, for the heck of it uh, I decided you know what I'm going to look through some things this week and uh, see if maybe I can put together a pound for pound uh, top five now of course uh, I had to go back through look at uh, some of the past results of this season and also you know I'm, I'm guilty just as much as anybody uh, with using the eye test. So, you know, I was kind of curious, you know, to see if I could actually do this. Now, I know there will be a lot of discussion, a lot of debate, and that's fine. You know, there's still plenty of wrestling season left uh, for this to change. But uh, so uh, I put together what I think right now is the Northern Tier League's uh, top pound for pound top five right now in the Northern Tier League. Now, there's nothing to do with weight classes. There's nothing to do uh, as far as uh, teams or whatever. Basically, it's just who I think right now uh, deserves to be in the top five uh, pound for pound 
here in the Northern Tier League. So we'll start with number one on the top uh, of the list here for the pound for pound here in the Northern Tier League. I don't think there's really any surprise here. I mean, Gavin Bradley of Athens, uh, he's a two-time state qualifier. The kid is just a machine. He's always got that uh, go button on and, uh, you know, to wrestle him for three periods, uh, it is just uh, a taxing chore and, uh, you know, really no uh, big surprise here to put Gavin Bradley uh, at the top of the pound for pound list here. But number two, now here's the here's the logic that uh, I'm going with uh, with this one. I'm going to go with uh, Canton's Derek Atherton-Neely here to be the number two guy here in the league so far. And why do I say this? One, he's a senior. Two, he's a returning state qualifier. And three, because he looks like a bull at 189 pounds. I mean, to be honest, I think if, if 195 would have stayed this year, that's probably where he would have wrestled. But he looks like just a monster at 189 pounds this year. And Derek Atherton-Neely for Canton, I mean, he has ended a lot of matches by fall. He's ended them uh, rather quickly in some instances. And right now, Derek Atherton-Neely uh, for Canton, uh, doing some really good things on the mat right now for the Canton Warriors, and he's become a really steadfast senior for that Warrior lineup. Now, at number three, right behind him, his teammate, uh, 145, 152, depending on the night, uh, returning state qualifier as well, Hayden Ward. Uh, Ward doing some really nice things this year in his sophomore season, really showing you know that he's taken the offseason seriously. Uh, he's doing some uh, really great things uh, you know, with uh, his uh, opportunities out there getting good points I mean he's got a nice win uh, over Lorson from South Williamsport that was a really nice 5-2 decision for him uh, and to have a match like that with Lorson here early in the year definitely uh, you know a good way to kind of measure and see where you are but uh, Hayden Ward obviously will have uh, some bigger matches coming up down the road but right now I mean uh, sitting in that 145 152 mark uh, doing some great things there for the Canton Warriors so we're going to stick with the Warrior theme here though as we drop down to number four now this one you know I really did I went back and I had to look at some things here but for number four, uh, I'm going to go to 285 pounds. And I don't think the kid weighs 285 pounds. But I'm going to go number four, Cade Sotolano for Williamson. Okay, now hear me out. Sotolano uh, finished his sophomore year. He was 24-9 overall. He was a district qualifier last year. So far this year, I mean, he's done nothing really to ruin that reputation. I mean, he's had some nice wins. He had a really nice 3-0 uh, decision over Alex Perez of Tawanda. I had a good look at Perez uh, last week when uh, the Black Knights wrestled uh, Canton. And Perez, I mean, he is just a bulky, stout, and strong dude at 285 pounds. And uh, Cade Sotolano really coming into his own here in his junior year. So to see Sotolano still having that success at uh, 285 pounds, uh, somebody to really keep an eye on there at uh, the Williamson Warriors wrestling squad. And at number five, yes, we're going to stick with the Warrior theme. We're going to come back 
to the Canton Warriors. And uh, I'm going to give the tip of the cap here at number five to Bailey Ferguson of the Warriors. Ferguson right now at 132 pounds. He's done some really nice things for that Warrior squad. He's picked up some really nice victories. Uh, he's really wrestled hard here in his sophomore year, you know, and jumping from 113 pounds up to 132. He looks stronger, a little more physical this year. I mean, he's always had kind of that grind him attitude, but for him to uh, really come into his own here in this uh, sophomore year for him, I mean, things look to be really on the up and up for Ferguson. Uh, he had a really nice uh, win uh, decision over Caden Puderbach of uh, Hughesville the other night. Uh, couple that uh, with the victory over Courtney uh, from Athens uh, earlier this season. And of course, you know, just uh, the fact that uh, 132 pounds uh, that's going to be, you know, one of the probably more stout weight classes, too. So for right now, uh, Bailey Ferguson uh, sitting in uh, the top five spot, uh, rounding out the top five this week. Now, did I think about some honorable mentions? I did. I mean, obviously, you know, for Canton, there's just so many kids uh, you can look at and think about. Uh, obviously, you know, Riley Parker at 160 pounds. He's off to a great year. Uh, you've also got uh, Isaac Landis at 113 pounds. Uh, yes, he dropped a, a tough one to Bob. Bobby Gardner of South Williamsport. No real shame there. Gardner is going to be one of those kids who dominates uh, as the year goes. Also, you know, some other kids uh, that I've kind of been keeping an eye on uh, throughout the league. Obviously, you know, Evan Johnson of Tawanda. Jack Shumway of Northeast Bradford, uh, another kid to keep an eye on. I'm curious to see how the rest of his season unfolds. But uh, some other kids uh, around the league you might want to just kind of keep an eye to if you're a wrestling fan. I like what Williamson's got uh, at the top of their lineup. You know, we talked about Sotolano at 285 pounds. Don't sleep on Mike Sips at 215 pounds either. He's another stout kid for Williamson there in the uh, 215 bracket. And then also uh, over at Northeast Bradford, uh, you know, uh, I think it's uh, Kenrick Ricky. Uh, for Northeast Bradford there at 215 pounds as well. So a couple of, uh, you know, honorable mention big guys in there as well. So definitely uh, some kids to keep an eye on. I haven't had the opportunity yet to see why losing in person. I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing them uh, down the line to see, uh, you know, some kids out there uh, that, uh, you know, might impress me to make the pound for pound top five. Obviously, you know, with the, uh, with the Manahan kids out there, obviously, you know, they've got some good things going. And of course, uh, they've got some kids in the upper weights as well but for right now you know that's uh kind of where the pound for pound top five sits uh coming up here in a couple of days hopefully i'll get a chance to see troy i'm intrigued to see uh seth seymour for the trojans to see how he's doing uh, in his uh junior season but another kid for troy that i'm curious to see as well mason woodward up in the 160 172 range uh, he's having a quietly uh solid sophomore year really building on uh, some good things he did last year as well so I know coach Spiax, uh, you know doing some really good things with that Trojan program so definitely looking to see uh, more of the wrestlers here throughout the Northern Tier League so yes you can let the debate begin yes you can uh, drop me some feedback but uh, that right there was uh, the pound for pound top five the way I see it so far and who knows I mean there's still plenty of season left 
Maybe I'll drop a couple of more as the year goes on. But hey, you know what? It's the podcast. Had to have some fun with it. And uh, that's where we leave it uh, for this week. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, we'll talk more about it as this season goes on. So the Northern Interior League Now podcast is rolling on. We've got one more interview to go here this week. Happy to be able to sit down with Athens Lady Wildcats head coach Brian Miller. He was nice enough to sit down and talk a little bit this week for the podcast. So we'll get to Coach Miller coming up. We talk girls basketball, wrap it up, and more. That's all coming your way right here on the NTL Now podcast. Endless Mountain Brace Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim Mackinich today, 570-404-7815. Or for more information, visit maxdrivingacademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. Time to talk some NTL girls basketball here on the NTL Now podcast this week. And we bring in the head man from the 7-1 Athens Lady Wildcats. Let's talk with head coach Brian Miller from Athens. Coach, thanks again for taking some time here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Coach, I got to ask you, you know, sometimes, you know, you look at a season and you say, hmm, I mean, you look at a 7-1 and one team, you look at seven wins, but more than the number of wins, I look at the quality of wins, and right now, uh, especially after uh, the big double overtime win over Sullivan County, you got the win over the Northeast Bradford Lady Panthers. I mean, right now, you've got the number of wins and quality wins in your back pocket. Yeah, I mean, if you if you told me after eight games we'd be 7-1, and one, I, I definitely would take it. You know, we, we knew we had a decent core coming back, you know, uh, some experience in, in the front court and the back court, but we had to replace, you know, two seniors that played a lot of basketball last year. Um, so there were some question marks, and we didn't get to iron those out like we normally would in the summertime and, you know, spring ball and AAU and all that, open gyms. We, you know, that was all shut down with COVID. So um, we had to, you know, kind of go by the fly here to see how people would react in certain situations. And, you know, fortunately on those two overtime games against two quality teams, like you said, Northeast and Sullivan County, we came out on the positive end of those. You know, I want to kind of recap and revisit that Sullivan County game. Obviously, very fresh in your mind. Uh, you know, kind of take me through that. So, you ladies uh, have a lead. Sullivan County comes roaring back. And then it's just a matter of what team's going to gut it out. And uh, fortunately for you, your team had the fortitude down the stretch. It's it's funny you use the word gut it out because I use I use that with the girls last night. You know, I was really proud of the way they, you know, they had their backs against the wall and they, you know they gutted it out because they you know they they got they worked really hard to get that you know 13 14 point lead in the third quarter and 
you know, they came back and took the lead. And, you know, we we persevered the last few seconds to get the, to tie the game to get into the first overtime. And then we made two foul shots at the end of the uh, – at the first overtime with seven seconds to go. We're down two, and we made both foul shots at the end to the double overtime. And then, uh, fortunately for us in double overtime, we took the lead, and we, you know, we held on to uh, keep that lead and, and, and walk away with a W. You know, and for those people out there who may be wondering right now, you know, I mean, how does Athens, you know, end up playing Sullivan County, a smaller school? I think what people out there who may not be in the know, those who are do know that, uh, you know, that squad of girls for Sullivan County, if you can get them on the schedule, I mean, that's going to be a quality game, win or lose, just the way that, you know, their seasons have gone the last few years. I mean, they've been through district uh, championships. They've been into the state playoffs. So, I mean, that's a, a quality game to have on. On your schedule and uh, you can't be more yeah. proud to see how your team performs against them yeah absolutely the, the last three years that that program has really um, been dynamite like you said and they've had some girls go on to play you know in college basketball and um, you know one girl last year who graduated had a thousand points and a thousand rebounds and that only makes your younger kids better and you know we, we saw it last night they had some exceptional basketball players on the floor and uh, you know we had we had trouble guarding them and you know and, and in certain situations and kudos to them for you know their hard work and how to get themselves to be that good, and you know, and their coach does a good job with them. I mean, they 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 play hard and they play smart and and they play the game the right way. So I told their coach, I said, I'd love to you know keep playing you because you know even though it's a smaller school, you give us the competition to make us better, and we'll just you know adjust there with the points at the end of the year, and so be it. That's right. Now, of course, you know, seven and one right now on the season here at uh, this point of the year. I mean, when you look back at, you know, how this season started, obviously a late start for all of the teams. I mean, when you look back now, you think about it, seven and one. I mean, it's got to be kind of uh, one, a relief to see that your team's performing so well. But two, maybe kind of uh, a head scratcher just to think, man, I thought maybe we'd have a couple more bumps in the road just as everybody's trying to get acclimated. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if the kids realize that. I mean, we were going to start, and then we started late, and then we started. We started a week, and then we got shut down, and you know, so everything was just you know, you know, not typical of what we, we're used to. You know, normally you're you know you're putting things in slowly and adjusting, and you know, going from there, and it was more like cramming it all in, and then you know, adjusting and teaching on the fly within games, and after you know, then there's usually one game or one practice between every game, so there's not a lot of downtime practice wise to you know adjust things and put things in and change things up you're really you know, you're really trying to just to fine tune things you got in there and you know add and tweak here and there but not it's just not like it was the last few years which is okay uh, i think the kids really enjoy playing more games more than practicing but um so it, it is what it is you know it's been a crazy 2020 2021 and you know i'm just glad the kids are out there playing and, and getting a chance to enjoy it enjoy it any way they can Coach, I mean, obviously, you know, we've seen uh, a lot of your players highlighted this year. I mean, I want to give you a chance to kind of, uh, you know, talk about, you know, this 2021 version. I mean, you said last year you graduated some seniors who really, uh, you know, stepped in, played a lot of basketball. Now, who, who was it this year or who is it this year uh, that you're really, uh, you know, impressed with who's really stepped in and kind of filled some of those voids you thought might be there? Uh, I mean, obviously we had we had four core players coming back, you know, that we were expected to step in this. But three of them were starters, and one and, and uh, one was coming off the bench. You know, Kaylee Miller was this, you know starting shooting guard, and Kate Mazik was our interior presence, and then you know Rachel Stevens was our was our power forward last year, our rebounder and screen setter, and our, one of our better defenders interior and on the interior defense. And then Megan Collins was our sixth man, you know, coming off the bench last year, a shooter. 
Um, she gave us that another scoring opportunity. Um, so we were looking for one or two girls to fill those spots, and, you know, and Carly Bartlow has really stepped in um, at, at a guard position to, to give us some relief on the point guard, you know, to guard the other team's best defender at times, you know, at, at a guard position. Um, Emma Bronson, another sophomore, has stepped up in, in a guard position. You know, she's uh, we've seen some some glimpses of, of, of uh, good play from her through the stretch. Um, a freshman, Maya Thompson, has, has stepped in in key parts against you know Northeast and had some good minutes. Um, and, and and another big girl, uh, Natalie Watson, has stepped in there and done a good job as well, giving us some minutes off the bench. I mean, when you look at just the overall uh, league this year, I mean, there's just so much uh, going on. I mean, how do you keep your team focused, given the fact that, you know, I mean, anything can, can change on a whim as far as scheduling, as far as maybe a game not being uh, played? I mean, how do you keep your team just mentally into it so far? Yeah, the old, the old uh, adage, one game at a time. You know, we, we try to practice the night before with, you know, just thinking about that team and not looking ahead, you know. And obviously, we know Tawanda is, you know, is one of the better teams in our league. And you know, we had, we had, we beat them two out of three times last year. And you know, and they were, they were they were really competitive games, and they return a good core, and we return a good core. So, you know, obviously, we don't want to look ahead to that game. But you know, we in order for that, I keep telling the girls, in order for that game to be a big game and matter, we got to take care of business before that Tawanda game. Because if we if you know we lose one or two games before that Tawanda game, you know, that's not as big a game as it would be. But you know. Barring any 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 problems here, you know, on our schedule, you know, we could be, you know, nine and one, and Tawana could be, you know, eight nine and zero. Oh, so that could be, you know, a huge matchup next Tuesday. You know, I, I wasn't going to uh, bring that up, but I mean, since you did, I mean, it's like uh, you know a potential <laughs> battle coming up here uh, in uh, you know like a, a week or two. But yeah, I mean, right now, you know, you sit with the one loss, and like you said, just one game at a time. But I mean, you know, you're you're dealing with high schoolers. I mean, obviously, they're going to be ramped up. So I mean, there's got to be a part of you that's like, okay, I got to find ways to kind of keep this team mellow to make sure that we don't have a stumble along the way, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, I, you know, every game we go into, we, I said we got to go into the anticipation that if we don't play our game, you know, we could get beat. And uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, um, we haven't had a, a stumble. You know, we, we we probably didn't play so well over at Wellsboro. Um, it wasn't on the defensive end. We just we just struggled on the offensive end. But you know, kudos to Wellsboro. I, I you know I see them holding other teams down like they held us down. And um, uh, to, you know, they, we only scored 28 points, but they held Wyalusen to 20 points. And and so on and so forth. So they're, they must they must be a very good defensive team, and we struggled to score. So hopefully we can adjust the next time we play them, and we, we can be better at the offensive end. But uh, we we got to take one game at a time. Uh, you know, we got Liberty coming up tomorrow night, and then we have Kalanowski Valley at home, and then we'll have the weekend to to rest. You know, and get our bumps and bruises and get mentally prepared for Tawanda. I'm telling you, you know, you sound just so calm in your demeanor on uh, how to approach this season. You know, and I'm curious because, you know, that one loss is to a very, you know, tough Bloomsburg team. You venture out of the league, you know, to kind of go and get some other competition. Uh, are you one of those coaches who, you know, kind of believes that uh, w with losses come some really good teaching lessons and, you know, the girls can learn a little bit more, uh, you know, in defeat than uh, in victory? Yeah, I try to you know I try to get those nine league games that are competitive for both me and the other school. You know, um, playing play another school and they're going to beat us by fifty or we're going to beat them by fifty. That doesn't help either either school um, to, or, or kids to get better in their in their season. So um, you know, when Bloomsburg reached out to us looking for games, I knew they were probably one of the best teams in in any class in our district. And you know, they were district champs last year and they returned almost everyone I, I believe off off the year the previous roster. 
And, you know, and then they were very good. Um, unfortunately, we, you know, we kept the game close to about halftime and we had an injury in, in the, in the uh, early third quarter and that, you know, and they just started clicking in the third and fourth quarter. And the, and the game got to 30. But, you know, to me, it really wasn't a 30-point game. But we were competitive most of the way. And, and, again, it showed us some of the things we needed to work on as, as the season goes on. So, yeah, I'm one of those coaches who likes to go out and schedule teams that are going to not necessarily give us a win, but, you know, make us earn that. We want to win. We want to earn that win and, and make ourselves better for the, for the future, whether it's, you know, trying to win the NPL or trying to win a district title, you know, whatever our goals are that year. Brian, you know, and let's, uh, you know, kind of end it on that. I mean, uh, what is it you're telling the team right now uh, as far as, you know, the ability to stay focused, regardless of how the regular season ends? Uh, what is the, uh, the ultimate goals that this team wants to achieve as the uh, season progresses? Well, I mean, I told, I, first of all, I told them to appreciate every game we get, you know, because you never know how it could end, how it could change with COVID or someone else's problems or our COVID issues. So, Whatever we whatever we get this year, you know we've gotten eight games in so far, um, so appreciate that. Hopefully we can keep going on with you know with the next you know we have we have 22 games we have a full schedule so let's hope everything works out and we can play you know all those games or you know cl- close to 20 as we can get you know hope we get 22 that's great and then you know uh, obviously our goal is to is to win the NTL we're not going to do the showdown this year so um, we'd like to be large school champs. And then, obviously, once it's that's over with, then we refocus, and our next goal is to try to win a district title. So um, that's the only way we can get to the state tournament this year with the new PIAA regulations. And so who, who knows? You know, the, a lot of teams in our classification lost some, some key graduates. So I don't think there's one team in our class that, you know, I look at and say, whoa, we can't compete with them. So um, there are some good teams, but I think we can compete with them on a given night. He's the head coach of the 7-1 Athens Lady Wildcats, Brian Miller. And, uh, Coach, thanks again for taking some time here on the podcast this week. And uh, good luck to you and the Lady Wildcats along the way. I know there's still some uh, tough games to come, but I know, uh, you know, with you at the helm, this Lady Wildcats team, uh, they got a good one there and uh, much continued success this year. Well, I appreciate it, and thanks for having us. And, again, thanks for all you do, Shane. The people around the area, you know, really uh... – Pay attention to your broadcast and all your tweets and keeping us abreast of what's going on in the area with, with area basketball. Actually, all area sports, but you know, particularly for me with for basketball. So thanks for all you do as well. And again, a big thank you to Athens girls head coach Brian Miller for taking some time to talk about his Lady Wildcats squad and uh, good luck to them the rest of the way as well. And of course, you know, right now the Lady Wildcats sitting 7-1, and one, potentially a big showdown with the Lady Knights of Tawanda brewing next week pending both teams take care of business. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that coming up here as the season goes on. Alright, so with the wintry weather in our listing area this week. Uh, The schedule kind of has been thrown uh, about a little bit. Uh, Of course, uh, on the broadcast side, uh, was supposed to have Athens and Troy wrestling. That has been postponed going on uh, February 9th is when that matchup will be made up. Of course, also on Wednesday uh, this week, uh, we will have uh, Tawanda and Athens wrestling. So that'll be coming up later this week uh, for all of our wrestling fans on Wiggle 100. And then we added one as well. uh, Saturday Saturday was supposed to be Canton Y Loosing Wrestling. Unfortunately, that has been canceled. Uh, no makeup date yet has been announced for that, but uh, we will do Troy.
Troy and Y losing basketball on Wiggle 100. Tip-off for that uh, supposed to be around 2 o'clock, so a big matchup there at the Commons Building in boys' action, so be tuned in for that uh, coming up uh, a little bit later on this week. Just some final quick mentions here before we get out of here with this week's edition of the podcast. It looks like Troy and Sarah Hoops will try and make up their game coming up uh, later this week as well. Looks like Canton and Tawanda boys also looking to make up their game later this week and the Canton and Tawanda girls looking to play it looks like Thursday potentially in an early game in a double header in Tawanda. Looks like the Tawanda girls will play Canton early and uh, Tawanda I guess will play Sarah in boys action later in the night but uh, keep it locked to the Tawanda sports sites to find out official word on that. And a final quick note uh, Wellsboro and Northeast Bradford boys basketball that game has been postponed and rescheduled for February the 13th so just want to get that uh, piece of info out there for the listeners as well. All right, so I guess that will do it here for another edition of the NTL Now podcast. Again, folks, remember, uh, check out the ntlsports.com website, all the great things there that Circle W Sports is uh, doing for that. And, of course, remember, you can check out uh, all kinds of great things online as well, uh, not only with our friends at the Northern Tier Sports Report, but also uh, with the Daily Review as well. I mean, we've got as good a sports coverage in our listening area as you could definitely ask for. And, again, of course, as I said, uh, broadcast coming up later this week on Wiggle 100. Athens Tawanda Wrestling scheduled for Wednesday night and also Troy and Wyalusing Basketball at the Commons Building in Troy. That one's scheduled for Saturday afternoon. Now if something gets added later this week hey, keep it locked on Wiggle 100. We'll definitely let you know one way or the other if something else uh, happens to pop up on the sports schedule too. Remember, social media wise, give us a follow at NTL Now Pod on Twitter. Also on Facebook, NTL Now Podcast, and of course, on Instagram too, NTL Now Podcast as well. Always look forward to getting some great feedback, uh, some comments, whatever. Regardless, just uh, you know, follow along with us. Keep those downloads going, uh, no matter how you do it, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or even off the NTLSports.com website. Regardless, uh, we definitely look forward to uh, having all the downloads that we can. A big thanks again to all of you listeners out there. I want to thank Bobby Baker from the Northern Tier Sports Report for stepping in this week. Also, a big thank you again to Brian Miller, the Athens Lady Wildcats head coach, and uh, good luck to them. 7-1 to start the year. Man, some thrilling double overtime wins for them and uh, overtime wins in general. I'm telling you, folks, we've got a great winter sports season still to come, and we're only towards the end of January. There's going to be some great things coming up in the month of February, so stick around and stay tuned. I can just feel some good sports happenings on the horizon for us. All right, so this is Shane Wilber saying so long. Have yourselves a great rest of your NTL Sports Week. I'll talk to you next week for our first edition in the month of February. And remember, as always, the NTL Now podcast, an exclusive production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.